Good evening and welcome to another edition of Empire Strikes Back, a UK baseball podcast for fans of New York Yankees. It's been a while, it has. So with me tonight, I've got, first of all, the New York Yankees himself, UK, Jack Brown. How are you doing, Jack? Hey, Mark. Yeah, it has been a has been a quick minute, hasn't it, since we've been on. So yeah, let's get let's get to it. Yeah. Suffice to say, we've all been busy. We've had a lot of stuff in personal lives and work lives that has taken over. To be fair, um, and not least who's been affected by that is the other guys joining me tonight, Chris Ward. How are you doing, Chris? Hi, Mark. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I think uh, this summer has been an interesting one because we've all been really busy, like you say, getting out, enjoying the sun and being able to uh, to take advantage of the, of the full year. Like you, you don't realise that actually this is the first full year we've had really for, for a couple of years because of the whole COVID thing. So um, I, I think everyone's been taking advantage of that. I know I certainly have. Um, but yeah, glad to be back with you. Glad to be back on it. So w- what we'll do tonight is we'll, we'll look at what's happened since we since we last did a podcast. We shall, let's see, it's been a while. We accept that. Um, but our public has demanded that we come back. I saw a post on the Yankees fans Facebook page, which talked as our asked us when we're going to get a podcast together because we were legendary. I don't think I've ever been called legendary in my life, but there you go. Um, so on June the 18th, the Yankees had a record of 49 and 16. We were 33 games above 500. Basically, I think I remember putting out a, a, a tweet around about that time, which was kind of. Uh, Poking, poking fun really say look we only have to go 500 the rest of the way and we'll end up with around 99 wins thinking in some ways that actually at that stage we're looking that we could be online for 115 wins not turned out that way so much although we are as it happens now currently tracking for around 99 wins we're currently 96 wins as we as we talk how are you feeling when we were at that stage where we, we that in that first third of the season where we couldn't really lose could we no i think anyone at that point in time would have said that we were all well on course 100 wins could we get 110 there was even talk you know when we really were in our stride of the was it the mariners record that was mentioned a few times etc cetera, etc cetera. um i always had this nagging suspicion that we were, we were playing well above our sort of our level and eventually that will catch up with you um and it did and it did. The month of August was an absolute nightmare for this team. It was not a good month at all. Um, and I think they've done really well to get where they are after that month. They could have quite, they could have quite easily have just capitulated at that point. So, yeah, it was a strange time to be a Yankees fan because you were, I, me personally, I was thinking, I'm going to revel in it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy this start of the season. I'm going to enjoy where we are and the record we got and the place we're playing. But is it a little bit of a false narrative? Is it really, are they really this good? And um, yeah, they, they were playing well above their the level, I felt, at that point in time. Because we had that spell in August where we were the worst team in baseball. Um, we had a, a spell of three and 14. Um, we couldn't buy a win at that stage. Well, that, um, that whole that whole period, sort of July to September, that had a whole two months. Um, we were 18 and 31, pretty much for for the majority of those two months. 18 and 31. So that's that's not a 500 team now, is it? <laughs> so, so what happened to turn us into that juggernaut into a kind of whimpering wreck of a team during during August? What 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 changed? Do you think injuries? I think there was a few injuries. We're quite lucky. The beginning of the season there wasn't many injuries but um yeah i think that's probably why but um i don't know if, if i knew i'd probably be a very sought after guy if i could go this is what happened and this is the reason why i think i think just everyone hit a bad slump at that moment in time i think i think that's probably the simple way but everyone sort of dropped their level with the exception of judge like labor went into a really bad stretch in that period of time, um, we had uh, what's it called um, Holmes just couldn't. He got injured, couldn't co- couldn't close out a game. We were left with no closer in in the bullpen. The starting rotation was okay, but it wasn't as good as it was at the start. I think everyone just sort of came back to a level that we thought they might be at the start of the season. Yeah, I think you're right. We we were like you say, we were playing above our level to start with, and and, and winning games. Um, that yeah, 
historically the Yankees haven't. Um, so that, that was just great. And we, we, we were on that track and I was, I was loving, in, I was enjoying that. But at the same time, I, I think you talk about a few injuries. Yeah, sure. I think the all-star break came at the worst possible time. 100%, right? 100%, yeah. So we, we were on a roll, um, you know, although yeah, we were on a roll arguably since the beginning of the season. So the, if you'd have put the, the all-star break in in September, that had worked out for us. But do you know what I mean? I, I felt like that, it was after the all-star break that we came back and just looked terrible. And, um, and that couldn't have come at a worse time when we were just, just looking like the best team in baseball through and through. So, yeah, that's, um, it was a shame the, the way it worked out. But like you say, I think like, you know, over the course of 162 game season, you're going to get injuries. You're going to have to suffer that and you're going to have to work a way around it. And, um, you know, we, we've done enough is the answer. So it's, it's been a long season and, and, you know, we're, we're reaching back to, to a few months ago where we were, you know, we, we were struggling. Um, but the reality is we've, we've come through it. So at one stage we had a, a lead of 15 and a half games. And the thinking then is the case of when are we going to win the division? And this is comfortable. This is easily enough. And then gradually over that time, the league got whittled down and whittled down. So I think at the, the minimum it was, the lowest it was, was a three and a half game lead over the Rays. And I remember we had a game against um, the Rays in Tampa, which we lost, which made it three and a half games. And I think I tweeted out at that stage, okay, now I'm officially worried. Um, either of you guys getting worried at that stage, or do you think, actually, no, we've still got enough in the tank here. We're still good for a wild card or, or not. We, we, what, what sort of mentality were you, were you at at that stage? I was, at that point in time, I was just trying to cling on to any slim grasp of sort of, we'll be fine. That's what I was trying to cling on. And I think the only thing that sort of made me not, not necessarily believe that we would win the division, I saw the, the Rays running and I saw the Blue Jays running and I saw they played each other a lot. I yeah. saw the Rays had to play um, the Astros quite a bit. So that was more my clinging of hope, not because I thought we would do it. I thought that the, the schedule worked in our favour in that sense. Um, but no, I remember there was the game I think we came back from the west coast we played the Angels and we played the Mariners no uh, Oakland and and the Angels and we came back we played a three game set at Tropicana Field and we lost the first two I think somehow we managed to win that third game on that Sunday and that kind of just solidified that put it back up the three and a half maybe four games I think at that point can't quite remember and that was the sort of stabilising. And ever since then, we've kind of just looked more ourselves. But no, it was more the Rays running and the, the Blue Jays running that kind of gave me that faint bit of hope that I needed. Yeah, because you, you were right. Even though we were sort of the, those three, four, five games ahead, the Blue Jays and the Rays had a lot of games against each other. So you knew that provided they kind of split them, which I think as it turns out, they actually have. Yeah. Um, then... We, we should be okay. As it happens, since then, we've gone on the run. We're, we're nine and one in the last 10. Um, and we've just got two series left. Uh, three games against Baltimore. I think we've got four against Texas to close it out. So we, we've, we've kind of got a very healthy, now we're up to nine and a half game lead at the present time in the division. Yeah, when we were when we were struggling and, and, and going through that phase where um, the Rays and, and the Blue Jays were, were catching us up, uh, I just, I didn't, similar to Jack, I didn't think they had enough. I didn't think they had enough. Um, I, I think overall, I felt like we, even though we were struggling, I felt like the, the squad was stronger and we would come through and I'd expected us to still win the division by four or five games. If you'd have said we were going to win it by nine, uh, and I, again, uh, with, with games against the, the Orioles and the Rangers, Arguably, we should, but we're probably not going to. Well, we're not going to necessarily play our strongest team, um, but arguably, we should win the majority of those games. So, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you'd have said to me, "Hey, we're going to win this by by nine, I'd have probably called you a liar at that point. So, probably one of the main reasons why we've won the division, um, and the one constant who didn't lose form during that period, is the guy who bet on himself at the start of the season, turned down $210 million, which, to be honest, 
I wouldn't. Um, he bet on himself and he's now equaled the AL home run record. What do you make of Aaron Judge? Oh, I, said, I said it at the time, we should have paid him and it was stupid that we didn't. And now we're going to look like mugs because I, I, I think we put ourselves in a position where I don't think we can pay him enough and I think someone else will. I I I will stand by it. I said at the time, I thought it was a fair offer. I don't think they went above and beyond with the offer. I don't think they lowballed him. I think they gave him a fair offer at that moment in time. They gave him a fair offer. Turns out it does seem a bit on the low side now after the season he's had. I don't think Judge even, he won't tell you this, but I don't think he could have expected the season he had. Um, I don't think the Yankees definitely didn't think he'd had the season he had. So I think it's, it was the, he's done he's done tremendously well. That is, and he's earned every single penny more he's going to get, whether that's from the Yankees or somewhere else. Um, I, he has. I stand, he I has, stand by and it. It was a fair offer. Like, but that's the problem. It was a fair offer. Like, like you, you have fair, and then above that you have good. And then above that you mm-hmm. have great, and above that you have fantastic. And 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 the, the guy is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong, we, we don't want to give him a, 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 a the contract that's going to bust everything open as an extension. That's just never going to happen. But all they needed to do was add a couple of million a year to that deal, and it's done. It's a couple of million a year for ten years, and it, it's done. Like stick stick an extra thirty million across that. It, it, it's job done. And uh, and he signs, and he probably still has the year he does. Don't get me wrong; you're absolutely right, Jack. They, 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 no one's going to expect to to smash 61 home runs in a season. Generally, it's it's, it's a record, isn't it? So you're not going to expect to do that. Aaron Judge is, is a career slightly less than 300 hitter. So to be in being at uh, nearly 315 already at this point is is phenomenal. Um, He's crushing it, but um, yeah, he's going to end up with a with a phenomenal payday and 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 fair play to him. What it's done is caused me a great deal of worry that he's mm. not going to be in pinstripes next year. I think I think it has for a lot of people, but the, the the one thing I will say is, let's say he accepts that offer, right? You're looking at the people people saying, "What a deal the Yankees got!" They they got because you see like Cleveland, right? They'll offer. Jose Ramirez a really in terms of his player his sort of stature and his ability a cheap contract right he accepted it at that point turns out he probably could he definitely can get a lot more money now but he's on this contract if he had accepted that the Yankees have seen as wow what a good offer what a great they've got him for a, a steal it's just working out the other way now because he didn't accept so it's kind of like you can't really blame the Yankees as you say, they didn't go above and beyond. They didn't go to the fans. Yes, I can. As you yes, I can blame the Yankees. Take, take no, because, that. I, I, because they, I, I, no, I because they didn't know. Because they didn't know. They didn't know he was going to have the season. Let's say, let's say Aaron Judge. You knew. You didn't. You didn't know he was going to have the no, this season. So let's say you know he's Aaron Judge. But he's let's, Aaron Judge. But let's say he had an okay, okay season. Let's say he had, I don't know, twenty-seven home runs for two sixty. Right, and he was injured for forty to fifty games. Would would they would that offer be seen as a low ball, or would that offer be seen as a good offer, uh, even one of your maybe very good offers? You don't. It, it, there's just no way of saying that you can't. Okay, you can say it wasn't a fantastic offer because it wasn't because he didn't accept it. But you can't really say they should have offered him more because you're you're basing it on the season he had. At that I'm moment not, in time, I'm not. I'm basing it on my point at the beginning of the season, which was they should have paid him more then, and they were mugs not to. And now he's gone and proved that they were mugs. He's Aaron Judge. He's not... Who was it you were talking about a minute ago? Who got a a junk deal and and he's whinging about it? Jose Ramirez. He's Aaron Judge. He's not whinging about it, but his contract has seemed less than if he was going on the free agent market now. Okay. I'm going to... You're right. So, yeah, (laughs) the Guardians... Who cares? Who cares? He's not Aaron Judge. I'm going to split the difference here. I must admit, I'm far more in in Jack's camp here. Um, I thought 210 for seven was fair. Um, he's bet on himself and he's won wildly and fair play to him. Um, 
Wish I had a bet on him too. Yeah. You both look like mugs. Yeah. Um, I, I I think the the alternative hypothesis, the alternative season that Jack put out there was a distinct possibility. He has he has been relatively injury prone, and with a frame like that, he's going to be. And I still think he could be in the future. Um, so that alternative season could well have transpired. He hits 20, 25, 35 home runs, misses 30, 40 games. Uh, hits 280. Not a bad season by any means. Um, that, could still, that could still have you happened. Take a replacement. Yep. No, yeah, I get that. It's part of the, part of the takers organization to do that. You know, I mean, the, the Yankees put uh, a good product out on the field all the time. And, and you see other organisations leaving um, some of the best on the bench at this point of the year. You know, we, you only have to look over at the Angels, don't you? So, you know, I'd much rather we paid a little bit more. And yeah, he, if he has a season like that, when you pay a lot for for someone like someone like him, and, and you're in New York, you're going to have a double whammy of, of of if you don't perform for sure. But at the same time, like that's what he's worth. He, he turned it down because he knew he was worth more, and he was, and he we, is. He bets on himself, and he's won big, and fair yep. play to him. How many home runs do you think he'll end up with? We've had a little sweepstake on this, I think, uh, between us all. Um, so he's on 61 right now with seven games left. Um, I suspect he'll get a couple of rests, maybe DH in odd game. Um, I can't, not sure he'll play all seven. Um, but how many do you think now... He'll end up with. He has, slowed, he has slowed six, down recently. Six, I'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah, 64. I think mainly because if you look at the teams we're playing and the ballparks we're playing in, you could make an argument for him pushing 65. But I agree with you, Mark. He's going to sit a few games. Now he's, especially once he sits 62nd. Once he sit that 62nd, mm, yeah. you may only see him a few extra, few other games. True. That limiting how many he's going to hit. So I think 64, I think probably about another three. Three out of Chris, six. Chris, as I recall, you weren't, you weren't the highest of us all, didn't you? Yeah, I, I bet on him again. I bet on, what I said was this This is much earlier in the season. I say much earlier in the season. It's probably early August, wasn't it? Um, and I said 67, I think. You did, uh, yeah. Yeah, but at, th- at this point, uh, I, I agree with you both. He, he's not going to see many at-bats and uh, I, I don't see many... Um, Orioles or uh, Rangers grooving in pitches. So I, I think he gets uh, 63 and, and then sits. Mm. I think yeah. I, I, when we bet, when we do the sweet stick on this thing, I had 64. Um, so I'm feeling moderately good about that at the moment. What, yeah, what I found interesting is the, the average strike rate that pitchers throw in the league is throughout the season has been 50.5%. And up till around, I think it was about the 10th of September, the strike rate that Aaron Judge was seeing was exactly the same, 50.5%. And I found it kind of incomprehensible that he's having this marvellous season. He's hitting home runs, hitting more home runs than anybody else by a mile. And pitches are still pitching to him, which I found really incomprehensible. What's happened recently, and you saw this prevalently in the most recent uh, Blue Jays series, that strike rate that you're seeing has gone down to 25% um, since about September the 10th. And that's been shown up in the fact he's not getting many pitches to hit and his home run total has gone down. And you kind of wonder why opposition pitchers haven't been pitching him that way throughout the season, because he's so locked in. Anything in the track zone, he is mercy, he's murdering. And I do kind of question opposing pitches as to why they've been challenging him so much. Could that could that be down to the state of the game in general in terms of how many teams actually have something to play for so early on in the season? If you're a team, so so let's, let's say you're a team that's not going to make the playoffs, you're picking to someone who's got, oh, at that, say at that time, 45 home runs. You're, you don't you, there's no there's no record for you to lose or be the one to give up the home run for your team's not in contention so you're just pitching when it gets to sort of six fifty nine sixty sixty one sixty two 
those teams have got enough to pay for in a turn in general terms, i.e. Boston, for instance. They but they don't want to be that pitcher to give up mm. that big home run. So it could just be that the fact that may, maybe pitchers have got lesser IQ in terms of this managers maybe don't want to be seen as walk, giving in and walking someone. They don't want to be seen as that. I don't know. He's had a season for the ages, all season. So it's not really a surprise that he's the best player in the league. It's been quite evident of that for large periods of the season. So I, I, I agree with you, Mark. I don't know why they've really been pitching in 50% right rate type thing. Yeah, certainly not when he was he was fifteen odd home runs ahead of everybody else in the majors. What? Why would you? Why would you throw him a strike? I think the other thing is, um, you know, he was back in second in the lineup to start with. He, um, he's just moved up. Come on, Chris. Uh, cl- clearly, he's at the, the top of the lineup to to get those at bats and um, and um, and make sure he gets at least one decent set of pitches to hit at the beginning of the game. Um, because if I if I was managing against him, I, I would obviously I'd let my pitcher um, th- th- try and pitch to him in the, in the first at bat. I probably wouldn't after that. Mm. Do you think he gets the triple crown? At the moment, he's obviously he's leading the league in home runs and RBI by a country mile, um, and he's two points off on the batting average to Luis Arias of the Twins. Do you think he gets the triple crown? No. I can't say I know much about Arias on how he plays and this and the other, but he's a pure I think, contact hitter. Yeah, I he's... don't think he's going to get enough pitches to hit, let alone at bats, to be able to bump that average up thing. So I don't think he will. I think he'll miss out on that, but I think he'll only just on that. You know, Arias is a good contact hitter. He's one of the best in the league um, at that. I think he might. I think he's got he a might. chance. I think, I think he might. Okay. I think he might do it. It's two points. It's nothing. Next question, and this it's a difficult one, and I think I know what your answer is going to be. Does he win the AL MVP? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I, I, and I, I think if you're picking up, if you're if you're saying Otani, I. I I'm not going to disagree with his achievements and how well he's played and what he's doing is historical and we'll probably never see anyone like him again. You can't take away the fact that what Judge is doing is historical. And for me, where your team sit in the grand scheme of things, playoff baseball, winning divisions, shouldn't be the key factor, shouldn't be the deciding factor, should be a big factor in who the AL of MVP or MVP should be, but there's going to be plenty of people who disagree with me on that one. I mean, the case for the defence, um, and I'm not, I, I don't know where I sit on this one, actually. Um, the case of the defence for Otani is this is a guy who's probably third or fourth in the league in home runs, 34, 34, 35 home runs, um, still in 11 or 12 bases. He's been recorded, uh, he's the fastest player from home plate to first base in the league. Oh, and by the way, he might win the Cy Young. So, so are we just essentially writing off the AOM MVP to Otani every year then? Because if Judge can't win it with the season he's having this year, no one's ever going to beat Otani. So, if Otani has the same kind of season, he won the MVP last year and he's arguably better this year. Who finished second last year? The great Herrera uh, Jr. Vlad. Vlad, yeah. Judge is having a lot better season than Vlad, if you're just taking that kind of. But I, 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 I see. I see where you're coming from. What he is doing is very, 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 very special. I, I, I just can't. He can't. He can't. I, I, I I'm going to give it to Judge. But. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think you're right though, Jack. Like you'd end up, and it'll be interesting to see how it goes because you would end up giving it to Shoyatani every year if he has a mm. season even remotely like he's having this year, as you no, said, last year. Because no one's going to get close. No one's going to get close to what Judge has done for a very long time. No. And if he can't I mean, win it. If, if, if you talk about how valuable a player is to their team, 
there is no player more valuable than Otani to the to the Angels. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Absolutely not. Um, got this fellow called Trout is fairly good as well. But no, yeah, but he best. doesn't pitch much. Much like much like Judge <laughs> doesn't pitch. Yeah. Like, he, he hasn't he hasn't struck out over two hundred batters and got fifteen wins. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Absolutely, for a completely on another level. Um, yeah, I'm still arguing for Judge to be. To, to, to win win the uh, the MVP. And I say that because, like you say, Shohei Otani's got a chance to win the Cy Young. It always boils down to, should there be two awards? Should there be the most valuable player? Should there be the best player? Two different awards. Otani wins the best player every year, I think, because of how what he's doing and the, the sort of uniqueness to what he's doing and how... You will never, probably never see anyone like him again. Valuable. Yes, he's valuable to the Angels, but how valuable to a losing team are you, if that makes sense, at the same time? So, yeah. You, 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 how you valuable are you? How valuable are you if during the postseason you're sitting there watching it? I think, I think, I think, I think there was a stat. I, can't, I couldn't, couldn't name you the definite stat, but I think Mike Trout has had single digit at-bats or games in the playoffs in his career. He's lost yeah, everyone. Con- yeah. yeah. But yet he's considered one of the best players of a generation period of time. You can't be sat at home in October every year and be deemed valuable, in my sense, in my, in my, in my, in my opinion. Again, there's plenty of people that disagree with me on that one. Yeah. You see what um, Carlos Correa said this week? Carlos Correa says a lot of things. Wasn't he? he wasn't he? Wasn't he um, calling himself like a Prada bag or Prada or something? He was like, if you want to go out and get a Prada bag, you go and pay the money. And he goes, if people want me, they will come and pay the money for me. And it's like, yeah, like, well, can, can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but again, dude, you're on the twins. Exactly. Go home. I, I think where I am on this debate, and I am torn on it, is. I think what will clinch it for me is if George breaks breaks the home run record, if he wins the triple crown, and I think that that for me would edge it over anything Otani does, albeit Otani is absolutely special. I think that, like you, you made that kind of argument argument quite cogently, Jack. That that I think would clinch it for me, even in this season, that if he's done that. And I think, yes, I, th- I can see voters looking at the teams. Okay, did that team make the playoffs or not? And you could say Judge carried the Yankees at a time when the rest of them were pretty bad. Um, so I, I think that, for me, will, will clinch it. And I think the voters will probably go that way as well, for me. So yeah, I hope CC Sabathia is not on the voting panel. I don't think he is. Um, so the last question on Judge, or three questions, will he be on the Yankees next season? If the answer to that is no, where will he be? And what contract do you see him getting? And I'll start. I think he will be on the Yankees next season. I think he's going to get a contract with a four in front of it. I'm not too sure about the years. It could be seven years, it could be eight years. I could see eight years, 400, around 50 million a year. Um, I can see that's the price that he might be going for now. I certainly think you'll want north of 360, which is what Cole got. Right, I can see mm-hmm. seven or eight at 400. You, you stole you stole my answer. I think he'll be a Yankee next year. And I agree with you. There's not a sh- chance on this earth he doesn't get a four starting that offer. I, I, I think the Yankees will rather pay higher annual year per year. Um, a sort of high annual sort of figure and I think they'll try and backload it sort of I think they'll try and get more money I think they're trying him earning less money at the start so they could pay coal and not feel it as much and they can keep Stanton there and not feel it as much and if they need to add another piece to help they can do it if when he gets to sort of 38 39 I think then we may be regretting it but it all depends on how many. If if we win, if he's at thirty eight, and he's earning forty five to fifty million pound a year, but we've won four championships, say eh? between now and then, is it kind of a we've we've got our success 
here's our medicine now. So I, I think I agree. I think it will be start with a four and it will be sort of high average year. Okay. Chris? Not sure you want me to answer this one because I think I disagree with you. I think you've, you've, already, you've already said that you won't be on it. Yeah. I, I, I really worry he won't. And, and fact, you you even... mentioned earlier on that we can't afford to keep him. And I'm thinking if the Yankees can't afford to keep him, who can afford him? Well, Maybe the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have got quite a few contracts out there they're paying for. At the, say, the, the Dodgers can't because of the amount of, do- the amount of contracts they have. This is the Dodgers. They seem to find money out of some black hole that and it doesn't true. seem to affect them. The Dodgers will just keep being the Dodgers. That is true. I, I, could you I, imagine I, them on. with, if you could you imagine them with Judge right now, like there's, there'd be no stopping them. You wouldn't even need to play the World Series. You just fucking hand it to them. Hmm. Like with the way Freddie Freeman's playing and, and um, Mookie Trey Betts. Turner and Mookie Betts. Yeah, like it's just, just, it's just nailed on. Um, I, I so the big worry I have is some of the comments he made during the Red Sox series about the fans at, at, uh, at the Red Sox. That scared the life out of me. Uh, I don't want to say he's going to be a Red Sox, and I don't think the Red Sox can afford him either. Um, but Mets, The Red Sox traded Mookie Betts because they didn't want to pay him, and they're possibly not going to pay Bogart. So I don't see them paying Judge kind of money. You, the, you, the, one, the one thing that worries me, right, and I'll say this, I don't know whether this is who you're going to pick for him to go to, and it begins with an M. Yeah, that's where I was going. That's the one that worries me. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I was going. You're talking about mm-hmm. people who could afford it, I, and the one yeah. and and the one guy that will happily do it, despite the Yankees. There is a, a, a there is a horrible horrible truth oh. here that he might end up in pinstripes next year, and it'll be the wrong in ones. in New York in New York. Yeah, but but the so, thing is, when, when Co- you first Co- said that, I was thinking Mariners or Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, Cohen can go and give him. The, uh, uh, the the obscene amount and there's there'll be no comeback on if he's rubbish because he'll always have that I took him off the Yankees if he pays him four fifty five hundred million say and he's an absolute dud and is injured the whole time he'll always go yeah but I took him off the Yankees though guys yeah but, and and that's the same rationale I have with the with the uh, the Red Sox thing mm. as well uh, same rationale and if I if I was them or if I was the Mets, I'd I'd be be uh, scraping behind the sofa. And, and let's face it, Cohen doesn't have to scrape behind any sofas, does he? No. Come on, come on, Chris. Where's he going to be, and what contract? The Mets, four twenty, eight years. Mm. I hate oh. it. I hate saying I it. Hate... It, <laughs> it hurts so my mouth coming out. It, uh, the, the thing, the thing that worries me, right, is we go on this postseason run, we win World Series. That the fact that Judge hasn't got a contract will weigh on my mind more than us winning or, or will affect my off season more than us winning a world world series but we won the world series be happy Jack. i don't end, know yeah. i i don't know if judge is going to be on my team next year and there's only i say there's only one team there's one team that's been mentioned that i i wouldn't be able to stomach because i want him to be a yankee and i want him to be a yankee for life there's one team that if he did go there and i've heard it mentioned a few times is the Giants. I don't be on the f- other side of the country, whole different time zone to what I'm watching baseball in. I don't really watch many Giant games. If he had to go anywhere, out of sight, out of minds. Yeah, kind of thing. a little bit Mike Tuckman esque, I suppose. Yeah, it's not a ballpark <laughs> that would suit him. I'll be honest with you. Um, it's a big ballpark. Yeah, and he's he's a little bit, just a little bit better than Mike Tuckman too. Who is that? Um, so just to round off this this particular segment, and I, I put this on our little group this morning. So in, in 1961, Roger Maris hit 61 home runs. 61 years later, Aaron Judge has hit 61 home runs. Maris wore number nine, played in right field. Judge wears number 99, plays in right field. I'm going to leave you with is in 1961 the Yankees won the World Series. That is a great way to leave that. Love it. I I mean, that blows when you put that on the the chat today, Mark. That blew my mind. But yeah, the the end result 
history's on our side. Okay, eh? I've got a question. I've got a question. I know you wanted to leave it on that. You a lot of talk. Is this the real home run record? I know Maris. No. Junior won't shut up about it. So. No, it's Bonds. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's still Bonds. Chris? <laughs> still Bonds. Yeah, I think it's still Bonds as well. Oh, it hurts. It hurts because okay. like, you want it. You want it to be his, but it, yeah. it's still Bonds. It's um, it, it's it's like them not being in the Baseball Hall of Fame. They they should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame because what they did is so. I I don't have to put it really. I would I'd say I would love the this record sixty two if he gets it be seen as the home run record. It just isn't. No, is it? It'll be the AL record if he gets yeah. it. Yeah. So, some people will some people all see it that way though, Jack, and some people see it mm. you know, like some people see those people in the in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, I yeah, is what it is. But let's face it, if we don't win the World Series now, I'll blame you for for adding an end to that conversation. I know. Have been. You you you'll blame me for oh well, you'll blame me anyway. <laughs> No yes, doubt. yes, I will. You're absolutely right. You'll come on, go. Well, if you had Gary Sanchez, <laughs> oh dear. good old my, Gary. Um, I have to say, my number twenty-four shirt with no name on the back has been a good one to wear this season. It's um, donned by Matt Carpenter, wasn't it? So, yeah, my, my now Matt Carpenter shirt is very good. <laughs> Injured. Um, Injured. <laughs> yeah. Limping. L- l- looking. Back a bit now. Um, we had the trade deadline, and I thought it was a bit of a, a bit for me. It was a bit of a strange trade deadline. I, I kind of liked the Montas trade at the time. Don't think it's worked out that well for him. Um, no problems with Force. The one that I think I found strange, and I think most people did found, find strange, was giving up Jordan Montgomery and getting back Harrison Bader. Much though, I kind of like Bader. I thought giving up Monty was the odd one for me. What, what did you guys make of those those moves together? I I, I agree with the um, Efros. I like that. Uh, the bullpen help is always good. Um, the Montas trade, I was a little wary of because he had been injured early on in the season. Couldn't. So I wanted Castillo, but we didn't obviously didn't get him. It's turning out to be a bit of a dud, that Montas trade, because... They talk about him being in the bullpen for the postseason, which is a little bit of a worry. The thing about the Jordan Montgomery trade, right, is it annoyed me more because they put faith in Herman more than anything. Like that. So Harrison Bader is 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 a need we had, right? I know we need to start pitching, but we need someone of his quality in centre field. Aaron Hicks is a well, is Aaron Hicks. Um so we needed that. I, I didn't mind giving up Jordan Montgomery. I think he flat deceived a lot of his time as a Yankee. I know Kev was a big fan of Jordan Montgomery. I think he flat deceived quite a bit. But it just said to me that they were, after everything he's done, they, they were happy, all their eggs in a Domingo Herman basket, which I think as a pod, we're very much in the same boat as we'd rather not. We're not his biggest fans. Be, yeah, be, he's showing yes. him. He's showing him the faith that the Yankee organization has shown him, considering what he's done. So, hey, if we go and win a World Series, and Herman is has an ERA below two in the postseason, he sort of go. The Yankees probably played the right card to get in, and Harrison Bader has a really good postseason. You kind of think, well, it looked like a good trade, so. Yes, it's a bit of a weird one that one was. I like Bader, and he's a local lad as well, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think he's a Yankees fan, and he looks the part, and he's a dynamite centre fielder. And the Yankees are playing, paying far more credence now to a good defence. I think mm-hmm. that's the right approach as well. What, what do you make of it all, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, um, I, I like his presence. He, Bader comes across really well. Like, you know, just just seems to seems to enjoy being there seems to have like just gelled with the team really well so that that kind of helps um 
but Montgomery for him, I can sort of see it because we had less control. I think we only had two years of control, or a year, another year, another years of control with him. But yeah, I, I didn't like it at the time. Would I prefer to be going into a postseason with Monty than than Herman? You bet your ass, I would. I mean, I'd much much prefer um, Jordan Montgomery on the hill. Um, no, I, I I still struggle with it. Okay. The other name that I actually neglected to mention was Benintendi, who's mm. currently out injured. Is a doubt for the playoffs. Um, I kind of like this move in terms of the. the contact, left fielder, he, he ticked a few boxes for me. Yeah, lefty bat um, can hit home runs at Yankee Stadium, as we found out when he was with the Red Sox. Um, I was all for that trade. Obviously, the injury hasn't helped. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too upset if we went in with a starting outfield of and if we, if we at some point during the postseason we had an outfield of Benatendi, Bader, and Judge, I wouldn't feel that I would feel very confident in that. Um, Defensively, certainly, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah. I think I, I like that. I can't join. So I, can't, I couldn't even tell you who we gave up. Couldn't tell you at all. I think both Benintendi and Montes. It was um, a series of prospects. Yeah, but even that... even in then, it wasn't anything like Perazzo or Volpe we were giving up. It was lower level prospects. No, Benintendi was a was a good pickup, and there's this possibility that he'll be back. You know, he's yeah. you know a couple of weeks, week or so ago. That, um, that week, that week, that bye week that we've got is going to be massive for those injured players coming back. Yeah, talking Carpenter, you're talking. Um, uh, Benintendi, you're talking getting um, Efros a bit more time to recover because I mean, he's going to be key in our bullpen. Um, you got all these uh, Sevi coming back. You don't want to rush him too quickly into sort of real high pressure games kind of thing too early. So you can get a little bit extra time. Um, yeah, give Judge a week off essentially. Um, yeah, some people I think it will work against. I think typically Claver Torres, I think that could go against him because I think when he's on a hot streak, he needs to stay on that hot streak. I don't think he can turn it off and on very quickly or very good. It takes a while for him to get going. So that, that week might work against him, but on the whole, that bye week, I think it's going to be very key to the Yankees. So looking at the playoffs, I actually like kind of way we're set up for this because we won't be the number one seed that's going to be with Houston um, so we're going to be the number two seed which means potentially that we are likely to be playing the winner of Cleveland and at the moment Seattle I would argue that's a better matchup for us than playing the winner of the Rays or Jays 100% yeah definitely the only, the only thing that worries me, Mariners, West Coast, Yankees on the West Coast, it's never an easy, an easy thing to to deal with. I don't play baseball about. might be totally different, but whenever the Yankees are on the West Coast, I always think we struggle. I agree, and, we yeah. sh- and, and arguably we should struggle against the Mariners. They're a good team. Um, yeah. That they they look pretty good, and uh, they've got a great hitting coach uh, in their AAA system in uh, Brad Marcelino, and they look awesome. Generally, did you see? It? I, I, I'm allowed to bring this up at this point. Did you see that Great Britain got through to the World Baseball Classic? No, yeah, no, I didn't. I no, had no, seen no. that. Yeah, <laughs> slipped my mind. No, tell me, tell me about it, Chris. So, we were watching po- Chris. We're interested. Triple A prospect Harry Ford, nineteen yes. years old, catcher, raking, absolutely raking, and um, yeah, they, 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 yeah, their uh, their senior team looks pretty good, and uh, like I say, the the rest of the organisation is doing all right too. Jazz, so, Jazz, Jazz, Jazz has said he's playing, isn't he? Jazz Chisholm, he said he's going to play for Great Britain in in the classic as well, and he said, yeah, he's a he will do. 
he will do, get, yeah. Are they going to get you there, Chris, as well? What's part yeah, of the coaching well, setup? I, I wish. I You're wish. in the mascot, mascot's outfit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at a uniform. Running up and down the, the tops of the dugouts. <laughs> nah, it wouldn't let me anywhere near it, mate. <laughs> no, no. I actually, I, I actually worry a bit about Cleveland. I know this sounds really ridiculous because I didn't really rate, rate them much before the start of the season. If you've looked at the run they've on recently, they're on yeah. phenomenal run. They've run away with the central. That's not saying um, much, the central say you, is basically you, you, rubbish. Trying, yeah, you said but, something there, the central. But but you look at what Cleveland recently, they've got, they've got a lot of good pitching, a lot of small ball there. And they're, they're winning an awful lot of games at the moment. So I don't know. I've kind of... They, they worry me slightly more than Seattle, actually, right now. No, I, I think we're on a good enough run at the moment that, that, that we could we could uh, take them on. I, I don't really have too much concern about them, to be honest. I think in a how many games? It's a five game series, right? It is, yeah. yeah. We obviously, yeah. they've got the three three game wild card first. Yeah, so they they three game wild card. I think us in a in a five game. Nah, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. Not, neither of those teams should should be as uh, Jack's right. On, on the West Coast, but we uh, we struggle. But I, I, don't, I don't think I have a problem with Cleveland. Back Houston, isn't it? Really? That's beyond. Uh, I think if 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 we can somehow avoid Houston, your you, your chances increase. But I will say, and, and then we get home field advantage as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Houston, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I just think that when we get to that point. You get to get to Houston, or you're going to get, I guess the uh, Rays Blue or Jays. Jays. Yeah, it'd be the Blue Jays or Rays. I haven't got enough, I don't think. But if it's if it's the Blue Jays, I guess if we're facing the Rays, I'd feel better. If we're facing the Blue Jays, I'd worry because that that team looks set up to to have a good postseason run. I think we just got. I'm more worried about Houston or the Rays. I I think both them teams play as tough. We can't seem to, especially Houston. We can't get over that that hurdle. That's a very yeah, mental right. game. Blue Jays. I'm not quite sure what our record against them, but I think we've got a good record against them this year. We've I think we've beaten them more this season than they beat us. So, so yes. I think we've got a fairly good record against them. So I think we our team works better against Toronto than it does the other two. That's if we get past obviously whoever wins out of Cleveland and the Mariners. Yeah, but that's assuming it's the moment, is it? That's that's still to be determined. It'll be the winner of Cleveland, and at the moment, the team in that third wild card space is the Mariners. So it it's all still to play for a little bit. Yeah, I think the, the, it's not the next one down. Is that not the Orioles though? Oh, the um, Orioles got to do they've they've died four and a half, five games back in the wild card. Five, yeah, five five games, games left. So it, five games defense, back. Yeah, so they only need to lose one or two against the Yankees, and that's it. They're done anyway. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, elim- they're, they're elimination numbers two. So, yeah. to be it's fair, terrible. Tampa Bay are only half a game back of Seattle. Are they behind Seattle now? Yeah, Seattle. So Toronto are in the third wild card, or first, first wild card, plus two. Seattle are in the third, a second, sorry. Seattle are in second. Plus zero point five, Tampa Bay are in the third. Obviously, point five again, half a game back. Okay, and the third will play the the lowest divisional winner, which will be Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. So, so at the moment, actually, it could be the Rays then who play. Yeah, the, play the Cleveland. Eighty-five and seventy Seattle, and eighty-five and seventy-one Tampa Bay. Right. Okay. Tampa Bay are actually at uh, Houston. <laughs> They're at Houston. And then Seattle at Oakland. So we've got a far easier matchup then. Okay. So, yeah. So I think, gents, I think we'll wrap it up there for tonight. Hopefully, we'll mm-hmm. do another one of these in the near future. Maybe even next week. We'll do, like, this is two coming along at once. We'll try and do one before the playoffs. Um, we'll have to see how we go and wh- whether we can get our compatriots to join us if they're not often on golfing holidays in Portugal or wherever they're off to at the moment. Um, actually, no names, Mr. Kevin. Uh, so, gents, I've really enjoyed tonight. Thank you very much. Um, doing a podcast, who'd have thought it? 
Um, Better late than never, as they say. Yeah. So thanks for yeah. your time. Any last plugs from either of you? British baseball, Chris, on a high at the moment. Absolutely. Um, uh, go and watch the World Baseball Classic qualifier if you can, because it was amazing to watch uh, Great Britain qualify. Uh, that last game was quite. Here. That last game was quite something, actually. Yeah. Oh, I saw eight three down. I thought we're not going to do this, and I could have saw the score getting closer and getting closer all the time. So yeah, I, I watched the game afterwards. It was quite a game. It was was quite a game, and uh, and actually, if you if you don't have the time to watch the whole thing, just watch the last inning. That was like that was just exciting enough. Mm. Okay, Jack, any plugs? Uh, no, I I've got nothing at the moment. Um, my I should hopefully be getting back on the Yankees UK account, Twitter account anyway, a bit more than I have been this season. I've been neglecting that quite a bit. So hopefully with the postseason coming up, I'll be a bit more active. And yeah, the Facebook page of it is always is always there. And I know that's that's busy as ever. And yeah, plenty of social media around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've had some opinions tonight. What um, be interested to hear what the uh, of our opinions and how how wrong they think we are or well, you are. And well, people always think I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, Chris Ward. <laughs> yep. Hi there, gents. Thanks very much. Um, thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night, all. And well, people always think I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, Chris Ward. <laughs> yep. Hi there, gents. Thanks very much. Um, thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night, all.